This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, November 3rd. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's the day's headlines. GAO probes cattle market. Judge hears beekeepers challenge to EPA and USDA squeezed in organic dispute. The Government Accountability Office is moving ahead with an investigation of a drop in cattle prices during the latter half of last year. Senate Judiciary Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa and other members of the committee requested the investigation in April that in response to complaints by the producer group RCAF USA. RCAF CEO Bill Bullard gave a slide presentation to GAO officials last week that lays out more than 20 allegations that packers and others have been colluding to depress prices paid to producers. According to the presentation, beginning in mid-2015 and continuing today, cattle prices fell at a record pace and by a record amount despite the fact that market fundamentals suggest cattle producers should be enjoying the very best of times. Cattle prices declined by about 15% in the latter half of last year. The group says, last best chance to stop packers. RCAF has posted an open letter to cattle producers that says GAO is looking at changes in the cattle market over the past 10 years. The group says this unprecedented investigation is our last best chance to stop the multinational meat packers from capturing control over our live cattle supply chain through vertical integration. A spokeswoman for the North American Meat Institute, which represents Packers, said it had not been contacted by the GAO. A spokesman for the Cattlemen's Beef Association had a brief response to the investigation. Quote, we look forward to seeing the GAO report. Court Mull's neonic regulation. A federal judge in California today hears arguments at a lawsuit over whether seed coated with neonicotinoids should be regulated as pesticides under the Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act, or FIFRA. The case has major implications for farmers who plant neonic-coated seeds on about 142 million acres of corn, soybeans, and other crops annually. The lawsuit was filed against EPA by individual beekeepers, the Pollinator Stewardship Council, the American Bird Conservancy, Center for Food Safety, and Pesticide Action North America. EPA acknowledged in its response to the lawsuit that bee populations have been declining, but says the problem is due to a complex set of factors. The agency is currently reviewing the effects of neonics on pollinators. Heats on USDA over hydroponics. A group often critical of the way USDA regulates organic agriculture has filed a complaint with the National Organic Program alleging it's allowing produce to be grown hydroponically in violation of organic standards. The complaint by the Cornucopia Institute comes as the USDA is considering whether hydroponic or aquaponic production should be allowed under the current organic regulations. The complaint names two major growers, Driscoll's and Wholesome Harvest Family Farms, but says there are a hundred others that should be reviewed as well. Lee Frankel, executive director of the Coalition for Sustainable Organics, which represents hydroponic growers, says the legal action, quote, threatens to significantly reduce existing supplies of many types of organic fresh produce in order to raise prices for a select group of growers. His group also argues that the organic regulations don't require crops to be grown in soil. 
Mark Castell, a co-founder of Cornucopia Institute, says his group will also be filing a complaint with the USDA's Inspector General ahead of a meeting of the National Organic Standards Board that comes later this month. The Army Corps of Engineers issuing wetlands guidance. The Army Corps of Engineers has issued new guidance on wetlands determinations in response to a recent Supreme Court decision. The high court ruling allows landowners to go to court to challenge the Corps' judicial determinations on wetlands. The Pacific Legal Foundation, which represents the plaintiffs who successfully sued the Corps of Engineers, says that the guidance letter does not affect the landowner's new legal right to challenge judicial determinations that would have been formally approved. The group's principal attorney, Reed Hopper, says the Corps is wrong in stating that landowners who take actions based on a preliminary judicial determination will be waiving their rights to go to court. In a blog post, Harper wrote, This waiver provision is wishful thinking. It's not a binding issue in court. The courts have the power to determine if and when federal jurisdiction may be challenged, not the court. Longtime CSPI chief to step down. Michael Jacobson will give up his job as executive director of the Center for Science and the, and the Public Interest next year and become the group's chief scientist. Jacobson, 73, is co-director to direct of the group since it was founded in 1971. CSPI, which successfully pushed for ending the use of trans fats and putting nutrition labels on food products, has long been one of the most influential consumer advocacy groups in Washington. The group has often clashed with industry over nutrition and food safety issues, but has generally been supportive of agricultural biotechnology, citing the science behind the products. Jacobson will move to his new role in September. Humane Society ad touts Clinton. The Humane Society, Legislative Fund, and MoveOn.org have released an online ad praising Hillary Clinton's record on animal welfare issues. The ad, which is titled, I'm with Purr, says Clinton has a bold platform to protect animals. Here's today's He Said It. This isn't easy. We're all nice folks. No one likes to stand up and say, I disagree. That's Landa Lake CEO Chris Polinsky on the need for farmers to challenge critics of biotechnology and companies that make non-GMO marketing claims. He was speaking at the annual meeting of the National Milk Producers Federation, United Dairy Industry Association, and National Dairy Promotion and Research Board in Nashville. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, November 3rd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.